Hey y'all, it's your girl Michelle and A, and you're tuned in to Christ Over Culture, the podcast for Christian millennials. Y'all, it's fall, I love the weather, and I'm hype, I'm feeling good. <sighs> it's just, it's just a beautiful time of the year. Though. Like, they, one minute it's cold, the next minute it's hot, I don't understand, like, you know, I was like, hey, I'm cute in my little jogger unit, and then I was hot. And then it's hot, right? You get sweaty. I'm sweating in the car. Exactly. So, the voice you're hearing is of Crystal, Miss Crystal, a.k.a. known as Chris Styles on Instagram, social media. And Crystal is a fashion consultant, and I'm so excited to have her here today because, like I started out with this podcast, it's warmer, well, cooler weather, rather. But Crystal, girl, it, it, you can easily get confused. So Crystal is here to talk about fashion, fall fashion, what are some of the hot pieces that we need this fall, especially for you ladies out there and for me because I got to step up my wardrobe game. So I mean, we all have to. Crystal, like, we all have to. you may need to, like, get in my closet. So we're going to talk about that, and we're going to talk about faith because Crystal is definitely a woman of faith. I would classify her as a prayer warrior. She has prayed personally for me and other people that I know. So we're going to talk about that as well. And we're going to talk about entrepreneurship with Crystal, which I'm really excited about because starting a new business, you know, as many of you all may know out there, is definitely a faith walk. So Crystal, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. We'll see, you know, how I get through this. I hope I'm not too nervous, but you know, we cool. You'll be good. (laughs) So Crystal, we know each other from attending church together, but tell our listeners a little bit more about you, your background, and then kind of end with where you are today with being a fashion consultant of your own business. I grew up in a single parent household with my mom and my sister. And, you know, growing up, my mom, she kept us in the latest of the greatest. Like my mom was awesome. She did what she could. However, I really struggled with depression and low self-esteem. And so Going into fashion or doing anything like this was never a part of my plan. I I was not thinking about that. I was a tomboy, and I just was like, no, I'm not pretty enough anyway, so why would I care to dress myself up? Well, mm-hmm. at about the age of 12, we started going to church, and I just fell in love with God. I really cannot tell you how. I, I just feel like he chose me. Like, we in a room full of people, and God was like her. Not to say that nobody else is not chosen, but... I just know that I know that God chose me. And so, girl, Dr. Allen, baby, at our church, shout out to Windsor Village. Yes, um, <laughs> the greatest church in the me, land. <laughs> came up to me probably when I was about, I think maybe my junior year in high school, because I had no idea what I wanted to do. I was a junior in high school. I was like, I don't know what I want to do. Mm-hmm. And he's like, God wants you to come out with your own Christian clothing line. He doesn't like the way his young girls are dressing. You said in high school? Yes. So I'm looking at him. I'm like, hey, you know, so I get home, I think the next night or something like that. And I'm like, okay, well, Lord, I got to be creative. I got to be extra creative. So I go home and I make these like (laughs) denim earrings, girl. (laughs) That sounds cute. Actually, what what did they look like? Were they hoops? Were they circles? They were circles. And I added like a little, the little, you know, hooks or whatever to Make them earrings. Girl, I went in my room. And I was like, my mother's room. And I'm like, Mom, look at what I did. Yeah. She was just like, okay, girl, good job. <laughs> now, you know, obviously that was her way of supporting me, but she couldn't really understand. So I went away to college, to Savannah College of Art and Design in Atlanta, Georgia. I did two and a half years there. And then I came back here, finished my associate's degree at HCC because they were the only ones who had a fashion design program 
throughout my course of being, you know, like in school for fashion, I don't feel like I ever really gave it my all. And that mm-hmm. was because I was just really insecure. I'm like, well, I don't have the same training as, as these other people or or the other issue was I didn't plan out things. Like, so if I had a project that was due on Monday, I wouldn't start it until Saturday, which I didn't give myself enough time. But I think that also stemmed from me just not being secure in my capabilities anyway, right? Mm-hmm. All of those things are tricks of the enemy. So I left from there. Well, I'm sorry, I graduated from there. And I had this dream. So I'm a dreamer. God talks to me in dreams, y'all. I don't know if anybody else feels that way but that or happens to you, but that's how God talks to me. I had this dream because I'm working at a, for a company now, and I'm like, okay, well, Lord, this is the direction I want to go in. Being a stylist is something I've always dreamed about. I've always dreamed about, but it wasn't something I was like, okay, I'm about to really pursue this. The thought about being an entrepreneur, I think it's always been in me, but it wasn't until probably about two or three years ago that it really started to just fuse out of me, right? Like I couldn't just contain it. And so had this dream. God was like, I want you to start your fashion page. Gave me the name in the dream, Chris Styles. Here I am now. Wow. So that was that I spent about 10 years working in luxury retail. And so I was like, okay, well, I'm done here. Let me move on to this industry and grow in this industry. And God is like, no, 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 bring that back. <laughs> this is where I'm telling you to go. So that's where Chris Styles came from, was from a dream that God gave me. Wow. Crystal, you know, I can totally relate in terms of God kind of circling you mm-hmm. back to your purpose or right. what he's called you to do. Because even with this podcast in particular, like, it stretched me in areas of being kind of in front of the mic. And usually I'm a behind the scenes person. Mm -hmm. We've also been able to do events and production, which is something I tried to run away from, but God was like, Nope, come back. Mm -hmm. And it's just amazing how God like circles us back to our purpose. Even when we don't know what it's going to be, he's like, Nope, like come back to me. And that's the beautiful thing about God. It's like, you know, the frustration I think, you know, is, why do we run? You know, what is it? Why is it so hard for us to overcome our own insecurities and our own obstacles? Like, what is the issue? But the beautiful thing, and I, and I really do believe, and I know we have this battle that is going on right now in society. Like, oh, the Bible was written by a slave. It was written by man. How is the word true? But I just believe in the word of God. And I believe that, yes, he used these people to write these stories. But the story about the prodigal son in particular, about how he ran away. His father had, I mean, millions upon millions of dollars. He was wealthy. Mm -hmm. And he's like, no, I want all of my stuff. And then we found him in the fields eating with the pigs. And he realized, my father is rich. What am I doing out here? Mm -hmm. And his father came and met him when he returned and put on a robe that was just draped in whatever it was draped in. It was lavish. Dripping. Dripped up and draped out. Yes. Yes, Sorry, y'all. <laughs> hey. um, like, I feel like that's how God does that. So even when we try to run from him, which I'm so tired of running. I'm, I'm really, I'm so tired. I Me just, too. I just surrender, Lord. I really do. I'm yeah. just so tired of running. I'm like, if I repeat the same test one more time, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm going to have to break down, okay? I don't even know, Lord. Take me to the king because I'm just really tired of repeating the same test. It's crazy. Yeah. Now, you talked a lot about kind of feeling insecure as a young girl. So do you think that a lot of women feel insecure, particularly about themselves or the way that they dress? Have you encountered a lot of women who have faced that? So for me, you know, wanting to be a world renowned fashion stylist, designer, creative director is not about 
putting people in the best labels because I don't care. I mean, I care about labels, but not enough for me to really be like, oh, I have to have this in order for me to feel secure in myself. I really want to speak to like the heart of the woman, right? When I'm dressing her and even a man, you know, I believe that deliverance is so important for anybody before you can even feel good about what you have on. Like, how can my you know, exterior be, you know, draped in diamonds and pearls, like Prince would say. <laughs> and in my ins- inside, I'm like dirty and I'm just, ugh. And I'm just so boggled down and weighed down by what my mother has said to me, my father, friends, bullies in school. Like all of those things need to be cleared out. You need to be delivered from them in order for you to feel good about what you have on. Like when I'm dressing somebody, my goal is not to make you look you know, good on the outside. But I'm asking this person, like, how do you feel in this? What are your issues? What are areas that you want to hide? What is your problem area? Why do you feel this way? What happened? Like I actually ask real legitimate questions like I'm somebody's therapist. Mm-hmm. And then we go to the styling part. But I don't I don't want to see people just be looking cute and then they tore up on the inside like that's that's whack. That's yeah. fabricated. I don't yeah. like that. Yeah. So let's talk about kind of the inside, because as I was preparing for this interview, I was thinking about what we look like on the outside is really what we have on the inside. Mm-hmm. So can you talk to us a little bit about the work that you had to do to feel beautiful or feel good in the inside. Okay, so I think therapy is super important. Everybody needs therapy. I don't care if you feel good about your life or, you know, you're at the lowest of lows. Therapy is important. So I am an advocate for getting the help, right? You have to figure out what the root cause of any of whatever you feel, whether it's joy or sadness. Like, what is the root? Where is this coming from? And so for me, at a very young age, God literally took me like this is my daughter and I'm about to walk with her and I'm going to teach her. It was periods of time in my life where I did not talk to maybe but two people for like three months. And those were the moments that I know that he groomed me for. Now, not to say that because of my own will going forward or because of him just trying to teach me things in general that I didn't have to go through other obstacles, but I really took time and I sacrificed time to be with God, you know, it's like to really get a foundation, which is why anytime I go astray, My foundation is rooted and is solid in him. And though I may have to fight to get over the shame and embarrassment of whatever it is that I've done, my my foundation, again, is solid on God, you know, Mm -hmm. because I I literally I fought for that time to be with him when other people were doing certain things. I wasn't. I was with him. Now, you know, the Bible does require us to sacrifice Jesus. He fasted for 40 days and 40 nights. Just him and the Lord. And so I do believe that God requires a sacrificial offering of our time. You know, that's really important. I do. I have learned the importance of decompressing. You know what I mean? I work in customer service. so I'm consistently talking to people all day. And I realize the importance of just being quiet. You know what I mean? And getting myself in my word. And I'll be the first to admit I have not consistently been in my word over the past few years like I should have been. And that definitely took a toll on me. Obviously, my faith. There was one point in time where I had a, it was a minute of faith, not even a mustard seed. And a mustard seed is super small. I was dry and I was just heartbroken. I couldn't understand why the Lord wasn't fulfilling the things that I had, you know, that he said he was going to do for me. And I'm like, Lord, I, you saw this this time. I, I was away with you. What happened, Father? Like, why would you not answer me? But again, I go back to that, the foundation of who I am. Mm-hmm. And that's where I had to start. Um, And so... Getting counseling, getting back in my word and surrounding myself with people who actually love God and who have a relationship with him and who have a relationship where I aspire to have with him because I'm not where I want to be either. You know, I think, you know, we go from glory to glory, you know, so Mm -hmm. those are the three components for me. Therapy, prayer, reading my word, surrounding myself with people who love me 
and who who love the Lord first, and then also journaling. <laughs> I have a best friend. Her name is Jada, and she. <laughs> I'm a talker. I love to talk. Yes. But, baby, she will tell me in a minute, uh, put it down in your journal, please. Yes. <laughs> so, yes. I'm get, me, you know, getting back to that place of actually journaling, too. That's yes. important for me as well. Yeah. I just started journaling, actually, heavily. good. Yeah, this year. Yes. And I have a friend, too, who is an avid journal journaler and she really encouraged me to journal a couple friends, actually. And it has really worked you know with helping me to transform of course God does the transformation but just helping me to be reflective and to be open to him and really feel beautiful on the inside and you know be able to produce that on the outside it's hard I mean you have so many people with I'm I'm, I'm sorry you know no no knock no shade you know a little bit of tea though with these fake bodies and this fake hair and they switching their hair up every single day you know I'm like well dang your hair was just purple today now it's red so it's very hard as a woman you know in society now to just be very secure in yourself but I just believe that authenticity is gonna make its comeback you know what I mean yes yes um I was I shared a post on my page you know the other day about how when I first went natural last year that I thought only a specific type of guy would like me baby (laughs) they all like natural hair okay yes they a lot of guys prefer natural hair over the weaves but and everything they are crazy though because they will look at you and be like I, man you popping but then when little shakita walk in with this long hair down on her butt <laughs> the eyes get, turn you know, i'm like boy bye yeah it's tough and you know i kind of want to talk about that a little bit because i'm natural as well but please believe I stayed with a sewing like two <laughs> three four years ago like especially when i was transitioning through college to now like those early years you know when you have that relaxer and you trying to cut it off gradually <laughs> so that you can get your natural hair popping and all and have the whole texture the same it's a struggle bus so I stayed in the sewing but what's interesting is definitely the compliments I've gotten about my natural hair mm-hmm. you know and more men will be like queen this or you know yeah. queen that and oh, we queens today, huh, y'all? Yeah, <laughs> and I mean, I was definitely a queen with my sewing because right. I loved a sewing. But <laughs> <laughs> now, <laughs> I've never had a sewing. I'm, I'm are you some serious? Bundles. I'm getting me some bundles. You know, you, you know how I feel about bundles. <laughs> I, I've had curly bundles, straight bundles, wavy bundles. So it's just interesting, though. Um, you know, just being natural, and I, I'm so glad that so many women are natural now and embracing their natural beauty because a lot of times we can feel insecure even about our the texture of our hair and I've even felt that before Mm -hmm. you know about the texture of my hair but I've just learned to embrace it and you know we the bible talks about you know the fact that like beauty is fleeting right Right. so it's so important for you to feel God's love and presence on the inside and be a woman of character, faith, love, mm-hmm. wisdom, you know, all of all of those things and the fruits of the spirit, especially, um, you know, to feel worthy, like right. your worthiness comes from the king and right. not from the appearance or even just the compliments that people give to you. So sure. I want us to talk a little bit about personal style so you're definitely very stylish Thank today you. y'all crystal has on these gorgeous purple Yo. earrings purple is my favorite color they're so <laughs> beautiful too. and 
it's what is this? Is this a turquoise? It is. It is a turquoise. Two piece um, jump, like little casual leisure, set. Yes. y'all. It is a little, you know, a little little set that I got from an unknown place, but I refuse to shop it. <laughs> it's so cute. So Thank tell you. us a little bit about, you know, you talked about the foundation, which is God. You talked about therapy, reading your words, surrounding yourself with good people. So let's talk about the work that you've done from the inside. Let's talk about the, the outward appearance and your style. So tell us a little bit about your personal style and how that developed. So for, I think it was like my, and probably was my junior, senior year. I don't know, y'all. I had on this brown corduroy skirt with these pointy toe faux croc shoes and like this yellow I don't even know but it was pointy toe it was fly croc mm-hmm. shoes I, no let me tell you something this was like in 2008 or whatever I was okay killing it okay? <laughs> and my mama was like girl what do you have on my mm-hmm. sister was laughing at me and stuff I was like yo no this fly like mm-hmm. it's, it's really fly mm-hmm. but over the years that freedom that I had with dressing that like it went away because it was so many people who had so many opinions about how I wanted to dress. Now I think about like, if I would have really stayed in that moment of freedom that God had given me, obviously the liberation to really dress how I wanted to, then I wouldn't be fighting to even dress how I really want to now. Like for me personally, I feel like I don't know how to be sexy and just to be in all, you know, to be transparent. That's really been my prayer, you know, for the past few weeks, like God really helped me embrace the femininity, the sexy part of me and not to be, you know, look slutty or anything like that, but just really just, I just want to be bad, you know yeah. what I mean, as a woman. Like, let me walk through, you know what I'm saying? I'll be feeling like the man, you know, when I walk through. Yes. Like, I need to, re- the woman. Yeah, the, um, but, yes. you know, I really just need to, I, I want to embrace that part of me. So, I, I, I struggle, even still, with my own personal style because I don't really like to wear a lot of tight things. And it probably has something to do with the 30 pounds I didn't gain over this past year. And that in itself has been a struggle in trying to find clothes that I actually feel like accentuate my body and not make me look larger. Because I do like to wear kind of loose fitting clothing to be honest with you if I could dress like Erica Badu every day I probably would be super comfortable with my life you know it's just I want to just wear what I want to wear I do like to you know kind of wear kind of tight I'll say tight you know um air quotes clothing to kind of accentuate sorry <laughs> accentuate my body a little bit more but not something that I feel like is super just tacky so my style, you know, I am even at a place now where I want to switch it up, you know, like I want to do things a little bit differently. But my fear has been kind of sort of, will guys find me attractive? And that is a battle, you know, that I have to really remind myself. And I was talking about something the other day and the Holy Spirit. Oh, I was saying, God, the next guy that I'm in a relationship with, I pray that he allows me to dress how I want to. And he was like, no, Crystal, that starts with you. That starts with your confidence. And you need to be doing that even before you meet him. I'm like, you know what? You're right, Father. You're right. So your personal style to me needs to be something that you are extremely comfortable in. Now, if you're walking around here looking like a ragamuffin, that's not an option as a woman. Like I I said it, ragamuffin. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) We got to get you together. Sis, sis, I I, I just want to let y'all know. I hate sis. (laughs) I do. (laughs) I don't. Don't hit me with the sis unless you're cool. It's Cause when I'm like, if shady, I don't know you, right. yeah. Uh, if I'm being shady, I might hit you with this. <laughs> All right, now, sis. sis. <laughs> it's like there is a shade, sis, it, and an endearing yeah, sis. Yeah, like, you know. Use wisely. <laughs> listen, listen. I try to be a Christian every day, but, you know, you hit me with that sis when I'm going to have to. Who, who, who you talking It's okay. a struggle. Um, yeah, so 
making sure that whatever you have on that you're comfortable in mm-hmm. and that it does reflect God. Like, that is important. I'm not going to sit here and say that everything I've worn has always been a reflection of Christ because it hasn't been. You know, again, it is a constant battle every day to make sure that I'm a representation of Christ. And I don't win every day. I mean, I don't think I won yesterday. OK, I had to repent. I felt bad even reading my Bible last night. And I was like, but you know what? I rebuke the shame. You know, it, it is a constant battle. But for me, my style, I really, really wanted to just reflect how I feel. I'm very creative. And I feel like that has kind of been suppressed over the past, you know, two years, just dealing with a lot of mental and emotional things and just trying to get myself together internally. And it's hindered me from really expressing myself. But I, I know that by faith that I'm really approaching a season where I'm about to be so liberated and so free. They probably about to be looking at me like, what is she wearing? I'm probably about to have on three or four layers. My friend Jessica always tells me, girl, you always trying to layer something, but I'm like, girl, I I love to be layered. Okay. Mm-hmm. But it, just because I just, I just feel like it just brings out a new level of creativity for me. So I, there's different level levels to my, you know, my style. One moment I could be looking like a homeless lady, but chic. Um, and then I could be kind of on my little tomboy swag and then you may see me like in a fitted dress, but rarely will I wear something like that. Cause I just like my body not together, but it's getting there. You know what I'm saying? 2018 coming back. Baddies on the rise. Come on. Baddies <laughs> on the rise. Look, that's how I feel too. Because I mean, definitely 2018, I feel like it's the year. It's the year. But not the year that the pastors was telling us like 2017 was going to be our year. Yeah. But like 2018 is like the year where you like, listen. Liberated. I'm, I'm coming. Come I'm coming. for everything. And everything and everybody who tried to stop me. Little Shaniqua, I remember you in the third grade trying to bring me down. <laughs> Boo, you about to see me on the essence. No, I'm just Look. <laughs> one day, Any <laughs> and everything that you have ever wanted. I truly like. I mean, you have to go get it. Maybe it's not 2018 for you, but I feel like it's 2018. Crystal, you clearly feel like it's 2018. Yes, I do. I, I mean, but you have to build, right? Yeah, like, do. it's a consistent build. And right. like you said, some days we win, sometimes we don't. But yep. if you just stick with it, you have know, to. keep the faith. You know, I do believe that God will continue to be in your life and, and reward you and, and direct Absolutely. you where you want to be as long as and, you have the and foundation. Not, and not when we want the reward, right? Yeah, not when we, it's, you know, I'm, you, one we thing won't I'm see learning, it as quickly exactly. all the time. And, and sometimes, you know, he does do it, but I'm he really does. learning mm-hmm. in this season. You know, I have some amazing friends, so excuse me if I quote them a lot. <laughs> but my best friend Jada is always, she's like, girl, you need to learn patience. I'm like, I do have it. You need to shut up because I do have patience. And she's like, no, it's like a different level of patience that you need to be in. One of the things, um, there's a topic that I want to teach on whenever the Lord allows me to. But what will we do with peace? Like, can you really handle peace? What do you do when it's peaceful? And, that you know, and, I, and I'm saying, like, what do you do when... God is like giving you a peace, but you know, you still want to move or God has settled the things or he's answered those prayers and it's just nothing but peace around you. What do you do then? You know, do you really know how to relax in that peace? Do you know how to enjoy that moment? Mm -hmm. And so for me, I just feel like we really have to learn how to be content with where we are. We're living in a society where everything is like fast paced. You know what I mean? Me, myself, I'm like, uh, okay, can this come on? Can we come on and do these things? But it doesn't work like that sometimes. And we have to be patient and give ourselves a break. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And trust. See, I've had a big challenge with patience this year myself. Yeah. And what I've been reading in articles and just trying to, you know, read the Bible as well. Y'all know about my Bible journey. I've talked about it here on this podcast. Still, still in progress. Yeah. So one thing is that it's taught me about patience. Like, 
continue to stick with it, like stick with it and enjoy the process. So everything I've been reading lately, a lot of things have talked about enjoying the process. Mm -hmm. And they talk about a lot of people who are successful, like they've learned to really just appreciate the process, grow and understand that it's a process to greatness. It's a process to success. It's a process to you know, just being the person that you you want to become and that right. God wants you to become. So enjoying that, you know, don't get weary while doing good. And the labor is worth it, yeah. right? You know, as long right. as we're doing things with God in mind and him at the foundation, I truly believe that, you know, we can just go far and we can have peace, you know, in that in that process. It won't always be sunny days or what what have you, but, you know, I do believe that, you can enjoy the process more when you yep. know that you have God on your side. Now, I know, Crystal, you talked about, you know, kind of your evolution with style. And mine, I'm right now, I don't know exactly what my style is. I like being very, very comfortable. Mm-hmm. It's more eclectic right now. I used to be more like corporate chic. Like most of my clothes were like blazers and more structured items, mm-hmm. so structured dresses and things. And during the week, you know, I tend to dress up more. But on the weekends, I just want to wear leggings and a T-shirt. I don't know how many of y'all can feel me out there. (laughs) But I just want to let my hair be wild and free. Like, put on some cute little sandals or some tennis shoes. Like, I love tennis shoes. I love Nike tennis shoes. If you love me, buy me some Nike tennis shoes. (laughs) And just, like, leggings and a cute T-shirt. And I just love being comfortable. So, but you can be cute. Yes, comfortable yeah. and cute. And that's where I'm trying to find the balance. Mm-hmm. And this year I struggled a lot too. You know, you kind of talked about like your personal your personal story with some of the areas that you were struggling with mm-hmm. and for me, this year I got glasses and I posted it on my Instagram. And that was such a challenge for me because I I guess it hit me that man, you know, you look different. You know, you're changing. Your mm-hmm. body's changing. Yeah. And it just hit me. It was totally unexpected. But I was like, okay, well, guys think I'm attractive, you know, now that I have glasses. I have short hair. I cut all my hair off. So I'm like, I have short natural hair. I have glasses. This year I got braces. It was just crazy. Like, and, and crazy in the sense that these are a lot of transitions that people go through at a young age. Mm-hmm. But I'm 26 and yeah. I'm going through this. So it was just like a lot of changes happening at the same time. And for me, I just really had to truly look internally and mm-hmm. see how I felt. And so I actually started going to a therapist this year. I started surrounding myself with good people, yeah. getting in the work. So I completely agree mm-hmm. with you in terms of, you know, doing the work, reading, journaling to make yourself feel beautiful and whole inside with, you know, God at the core. So I want to talk about how maybe even like a person like me who's in between like okay I like being comfortable or there may be a lady who's like corporate chic Mm -hmm. or there may be a lady who is just really trying to find her style like she loves she might like designer things Mm -hmm. or she may just like trendy things what would you say are some of the mm, staple items that a woman should have in her closet and especially for the fall like what what are some cute things that maybe we can try no matter what spectrum we fall on in this fashion scene all right so one tennis shoes they're super huge right now like tennis shoes i feel like a grandmother tennis shoes yeah sneakers kicks you know what i'm saying um (laughs) kicks that was my cardi that was my cardi (laughs) 
Cardi. Shout out to Cardi. <laughs> you know, God loves you. She did shout out Jesus on the hip, BET Hip Hop Awards. Anyways, um, I ain't watched that though, y'all. I didn't watch. I just it saw either, the clips. Okay. Either way, either way. <laughs> but we, um, we all in progress, right? But no, you, um, so there are. I'm not a trendy girl. Like that's not my thing. There are trends that I feel like if they're classic enough, then I will follow. So for example all red right now like these all red numbers this mm-hmm. is something that will be timeless like the color red is bold you mm-hmm. know what i mean it makes a statement but it's not it's not a color that's so um bright that nobody can't wear right it looks good on every skin tone for the most part mm-hmm. um you talked about wearing you know your tennis shoes and how you love that that's fine you can dress that up and be super chic in that so um you want to be comfortable it depends like you know I love tights, but maybe make them, you know, the faux leather tights. Those are cute. And you can wear kicks and like an oversized shirt and a jean jacket with like some rips in it. You know what I mean? Make okay. that funky. Make that cute with some oversized uh, big sunglasses and you're good to go. You know, like that's still comfortable for you. The trend out is wearing those little mini backpacks, which I feel like my body's too big for that. So I'm not I wearing don't know. that. I don't It makes me feel like I'm 12. I don't really, I'm not wearing them, you know what I mean? But some girls do like to wear them. I mean, and for some girls, it's cute. Like Rihanna, she just had like a little purse. Like I've seen Beyonce and I'm not, I'm not knocking this at all. And, and one thing, you know, we're talking about fall fashion Mm -hmm. and trends, but I do want to make the statement that what I've learned is that you have to set your own trends and your own fashion and you have to be comfortable. So I don't want anybody to take this as, Oh, we got to be trendy. It's like, no, you set your own trends, but these are just some suggestions if you're looking right. for things that are cute. So, for example, <laughs> Laquan Smith, um, he's a black designer, if you guys don't know who he is. But, you know, this year his runway show was based on, it was like plaid. It was really funky or whatever. And so that's one of the trends now, this whole like clueless schoolgirl, you know, mixed punk rock chic or whatever. That's not my thing. However, what what you probably will catch me in is like an oversized, because this is also another trend too, an oversized like blazer, a suit jacket, and then um, adding shoulder pads to it. Like that's mm-hmm. something that, you know, is a trend. And I probably will get into that. But I know that a blazer is timeless. And me adding those shoulder pads, or if I buy a blazer with shoulder pads, I can always take them out. You know mm-hmm, what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and if you, you know, if you buy it oversized, obviously, because that's the new thing, you can always get that tailored. My friend Jessica, who's watching me now. Um, hey, Jessica. She says she hates mini backpacks, too, but it's not your show, Jessica. <laughs> <you>. um, <laughs> I, I, I mean, I guess. I if mean, it you works can, for you, but, but it doesn't work. I, I, I have, I can't, what am I going to put not, in the mini backpack? I mean, the mini backpacks, I mean, I, I don't know. It's not my thing again. I just feel like, but my sister, who is like slim and she's tall, that will look cute on her. Oh, yeah. Because that works for her. So my sister can do it. It's really, you know, how you, what you desire. Your personal style. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, proportions. I mean, I just feel like I got too much, you know, action going on for me to <laughs> wear a mini backpack you know it's just not gonna work for me and you have to fa- find what compliments and flatters yeah you, right? absolutely but i was saying like you know my friend jessica and i am an alterations person but jessica will take something and remix it and flip it and it'll be something completely different and that's her thing like she loves going vintage shopping which i don't i'm mm-hmm. not a vintage girl it's just not my thing me I either just, i'm not i don't have time for it i can't deal with the smells the people like please i mean my challenge is is like i like i mean you really do have i am a creative person but when it comes to my style like i'm very laid back and casual like i said so for me, I'm like, I can go to Target and get a $10 t-shirt and Topshop and get some jeans and some, you know, throw on some cute little sandals and be good. But with 
like shopping at vintage stores for me, I feel like I gotta go in there and be like, yes, this yeah, works I ain't with doing this. All of this. Like, I mean, and for me, if I have to do it for a client. But some of my friends are so good at it. Yeah, uh, you know, my friend Jessica, she had on a dress last week that she wore. Let me mention another friend of mine. I love y'all. Oh. Um, <laughs> Shout but- out, friends. <laughs> y'all the tribe. Yes, y'all are. <laughs> um, she had on this dress. I was like, girl, I was like, is that the, you know, Balmain H&M dress? She's like, oh, no, girl, I got this from a venture store, and I just removed um, the sleeves. I was like, huh, okay. I know she's eating this up, too, listening. I can't. <laughs> I can't. I was like, oh, okay, girl. Now, I can create something. Again, I have my associate's degree in fashion design. So I can draw, I can sketch or whatever, and I can sew. I haven't done it in a long time. I have an industrial sewing machine. I really should be making your clothes, your mama clothes, daddy clothes, everybody. <laughs> I ain't, pray, pray for me on that. But... I will say that vintage shopping, you know, some people, sometimes people be killing it. But again, the smells of the clothes smelling like mothballs, like it's not an option for me. I tried it one time. I tried to go and get it. And I was like, these clothes smell like mothballs. I put them in the cleaners. It didn't work for me. I was like, no, I'm not. Mm -mm. It's not an option for me. But Again, if you do buy something, you know, tweak it. Like, you know, it's always good to have a good seamstress in your back pocket. Like, when I have clients and I need to fit something, I had a client, I don't know, a few months ago, and we had to get something for her. (laughs) And we had to, uh, it was something that we ordered from ASOS. And I had to send her to my seamstress. My seamstress whipped that up real quick for her, and she was the bomb.com for her wedding what is it? Bridal shower. Okay. So, uh, again, a good seamstress will make something that looks whack on the rack. Just bomb.com. I wow. rhymed. I'm a free I like scholar. that. I really <laughs> like that, actually. That's the quote. That's it, the... it really is. Take me, take that down. You know what I'm saying? Copywriting it. Wow. So, <laughs> I like how you said, you know, really, you can make whatever you piece your own. own. Yes, absolutely. And I think that that's important, too. By, oh, yeah. And then, like, you know, the patches, getting those, changing out the buttons on the jacket will be life-changing for you. You can make something that was from Forever 21 by changing the buttons look like it's something that came from Neiman's sex. Like, you got to change that. I'm going to try that. Yeah, and and buy your blazers and get them fitted for you. You like structured pieces, Mm -hmm. so that's fine. So, you know, for you, if you want it to be casual, like, one of the things that's also a trend, too, is wearing the flared um, jeans, but, like, they stop at your ankle, right? So to proportion you out, go get you a blazer, have it tailored and tapered to you, get you... A t-shirt, you know, like a printed tee with something on it. Wear those jeans. And you can also wear your kicks or your, you know, your um, sandals. I'm sorry that you like to wear. And that's a casual look for you for the weekend. Like, it's really simple, you know, not too much. But it's enough that at least when you walk in the room, they're like, oh, she look cute. Yeah. And 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 more importantly, I want to feel like I look cute. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? When I walk in, I want to be like. I want to feel cute. Yes. I mean, people... People are so annoying because, like, I mean, I did one time say that. I'm not even going to say what I said. Never mind. But just know that I'm very confident in myself when I think I look good. Who are you talking to? Who Do it look like I'm left out bed and bougie? Like, <laughs> that's how I'm you have serious. to feel, though. But I, I think that's a great point that you brought up, Crystal, because, you know, I think that we should feel great about ourselves, especially as women. Like, we, we get so, mi- yes. so much so many opinions, right? You know about how we should look, right? What we should wear, and all of that. Should we buy the waist uh, eraser or not? Yeah, <laughs> like all of I contemplated all, all of these things, <laughs> all of these things. I I think that there's no replacement for hard work, hard working, and eating, like yes. eating and exercise. But yes. really, diet is so important. Yes. So let's talk a little bit about feeling confident. 
and in your in yourself and in your clothes. But most importantly, I want to focus like laser focus in on this topic of is it possible for women to look too sexy as Christians? Like, is that a thing in your opinion? So this is just me. This is no knock. I'm not thinking about, you know, no particular person in general, but do I think it's appropriate for, let's just start off with the men, a male pastor to have his shirt unbuttoned and I can see a little bit of the taco meat. Nah, bro, that you out of line, you out of pocket. Um, and your jeans shouldn't even be that tight. To be honest, you know, if we just go, I'm going to just go ahead and put that out there. Your jeans shouldn't even be that tight. Do I think that it is appropriate for, um, and I'm just starting off with the leaders, you know, a first lady to be wearing something super revealing or super tight. No, I think that's inappropriate. Now I'm not saying that there are some female evangelists and prophets and pastors that like to wear, you know, like the robe where it's loose fitting or something like that. That's there. Maybe that's the Lord's definition of modesty and what he's given to them. Um, I don't, we don't serve a God of confusion. So the definition of what modesty looks like as a Christian is across the board. If we're listening closely to God, right. You'll see different scripture in the Bible and forgive me. I can't remember them about what they considered modesty back then. Now, obviously we serve a God that knows what's going to happen in the end, the middle of the beginning and so on and so forth. So I don't necessarily think that God has taken change his definition of what modesty is, but do I feel like, you know, I have, I can't wear purple hair and not be modest. No, I don't, I don't, I don't believe that. You know, I mean, in the church house, you know, in our church home, I can speak to that. You know, our first lady, she does talk to us about when it, the summertime comes, we shouldn't be wearing strapless dresses to church. You know what I mean? And we are going to have our arms out, maybe like have like a light scarf or something to put over our arms. I mean, that kind of is whatever. But I do think you have to gauge your audience. As a Christian, when I'm out with my husband, I'm wearing something tight because that's my zaddy. You know what I mean? Um, and he needs to see me and yes. what I have to offer for him because that's my husband. I mm-hmm, mean, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And even, you know, out here, like, again, like I told you, you probably will rarely catch me in something a little bit, you know, kind of revealing or whatever. But sometimes, you know, you may catch me in something just a little bit tight to kind of show, accentuate my curves. But mm-hmm. that's just not my thing. And again, it probably is not my thing or my battle right now because I don't, you know, I'm not at the weight that I want to be. I can't tell you what I'm going to feel like 30 pounds lighter you know Mm -hmm. what I mean it may be another battle or struggle for me to go through go through but it's very important to me to consult with the Holy Spirit about what you should and should not wear you Mm -hmm. know you never know what can distract somebody else now that is not necessarily your problem but it is something I feel like you can take preventative action you know to not cause somebody being distracted you know what I'm saying yeah so it's that's my take on it yeah and even for me, like kind of a rule of thumb that I tend to use is if I really question it or I'm like, yeah. uh, I don't know, it doesn't matter. Like whether I'm going out and about or I'm going to church or I'm going to a meeting, right. if I'm not feeling comfortable and confident in that and I like am really questioning it, then it's likely that I'll just put on something else. Yeah. And true, I, I think that especially like you said, you know, with the Holy spirit, like he changes our desires. So right. I, I stayed in the club dress. Let me tell y'all, like even for girl, not in a club, in a body con. Let me tell you how <laughs> I had a body. Y'all. I was so reckless. <laughs> I had on a body con with mesh in the middle, like sheer <laughs> with crosses on it. Girl, I'm sleep. I'm sleep. Like there's yes, that's hilarious. Like legit. I mean, okay. And no, no, I mean, it, 
girl i i was like oh i'm popping like i had a fresh press girl i had a silk Listen. press 45 dollars in atlanta <laughs> i had on this dress it was my birthday oh, atlanta has it some was of the so, best hairstylists they really the do i oh miss my, my hairstylist in atlanta atlanta yeah, yeah. i'm sorry yeah okay. I, back, I have <laughs> i have a great one here but i do miss atlanta and their hairstylist and yep. the price of the hairstylist yes. so either way i say that to say and i'm not knocking anybody who likes to dress in bodycon club dresses anything like that because that's exactly i'm like i was there and personally for me i just became uncomfortable yeah and it was more like this is restrictive like i like comfortable clothes i like more (laughs) loose fitting clothes so for me it was a personal decision Mm -hmm. and i think that guy also kind of changed my heart even over the last couple of years just in terms of when i go out i want to look presentable i want to feel good i want to be able to switch it up no matter kind of where i go and who i'm with so that if i do go to dinner and i run into who knows especially a lot of us i know listening to this podcast we are young careers a lot of us are entrepreneurs so i don't want to be out and about at brunch with a friend and see a potential you know person who i've been Mm -hmm. wanting to connect with and I, I ain't together, you know, and, no. and and when I say I'm not together, that means I either don't look like good enough or right. I'm in an outfit where it's like, dang, I don't even feel comfortable going out to them. I know that we can't control everything, but I do try and kind of sit in the middle with my style where, you know, I could throw on a cute little yeah. blazer or I have enough earring, like enough on or earrings on where it's to the point where I can feel like I can walk up to you no matter who you are. Right. You know, and I, I definitely want to continue pressing the envelope and ain't really feeling comfortable in my style, you know, to the point that I feel like that all the time. Cause right now there are some days where I just be like, Whoo. Oh, at work. If you catch me. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like those memes, like Monday ooh, through Friday, we ooh. be looking one way. And then, you know, Friday I, nights and Sunday. I, popping. You know, <laughs> I don't ever wear makeup really during the week. Like I just don't wear mm-hmm. it. So on the weekend, I mean, if I'm going like to church or if I'm going out of then yeah, you'll keep, I'll be wearing makeup, but oh my gosh, I look terrible at work. It's sad. I need to get my life together, baby. And that is something. Another thing too, is that, you know, the Bible tells us to be um, ready in season and out of season. Mm-hmm. I remember I was working at off fifth, um, sex off fifth, and I would go to work looking whatever. And it was because, you know, I didn't have, I think a lot of money at that time. But it was, I, I don't know, it was, I didn't have a lot of money at that time and I just, I don't know what was going on, but the, I had a dream that P. Diddy had come inside of the store and I was dressed like a bum. Like I was just looking real bummy. Mm-hmm. And I knew that that was the Lord telling me, you need to be ready all the time. Stay like, so, ready. You know, whatever you got in your closet, you know how to remix it and, you know, get it popping. Like get yourself in a position to where if you meet, you know, if I met June Ambrose, who is a world-renowned, you know, African-American stylist who has worked with everybody, you know, who's been the conceptual, you know, designer for everybody. Like, all those Missy Elliott videos, I think June Ambrose was, like, at the forefront of them. When y'all saw Puff and Mace in the tunnel dancing in those foil suits, yeah, it was June Ambrose. The foil so, suits were popping. Yes, I mean, they were. She was amazing. And trash bag suits and stuff yes yes and so 
you know, if I met her and I'm looking like, uh, you know, how can I say like, hey, I'm an aspiring designer, I'm an aspiring stylist, creative director, and I look a certain way. Mm -hmm. You know, sadly, we do live in a society where they look at what you look like externally first before they get the opportunity to even have a conversation with you. Mm -hmm. And so for me, I'm kind of at a place, well, not kind of, I am at a place where I, I need every part of me to be on one accord. So the crystal that you meet out here at Starbucks needs to be the same crystal that you see at church. Crystal church needs to be at work. You know, like I need to be on one accord with myself, be in tune with me and the Holy spirit and how he's designed me to, so that I can be on one accord. And I ain't got four or five different opinions of who I am. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Out here in these streets, which I do, you know what I mean? I was a hothead. So you know, you make you would have called me probably cussing somebody out, you know, Monday through Friday and then throwing them hands on Saturday and then being up at the altar praying for somebody on Sunday. A lot of us can relate. Yeah, seriously. I mean, it was just, like ooh. keeping it real. This is why it's Christ over culture, because one, we're, we're always transparent on this on this show. And two, it's like if we're real, a lot of us can totally relate. Like yeah. I've definitely been. Listen, you may you call me a prayer warrior, right? A lot mm -hmm. of people who know me from the church will call me that, too. But then you got other people that was like, oh, Crystal, she she'll cuss you out in a minute. Mm -hmm. She will fight you in two point five seconds. I know we talking about fashion, but we also talking about faith. y'all. So I'm going to just share a little bit of my testimony with y'all. And I got to a place where I was like, I am really tired of that. Now, granted. I'm not saying I'm perfect. Again, I had to repent yesterday, okay? Not that I was cussing anybody out, y'all, but you know. But I just really want to be able to exemplify Christ, and that is a true desire of my heart. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm not going to get it right. We're never going to get it right, you know, 100% of the time. But, man, I need to be ready in season and out of season. And I, I, I really want to live a life that glorifies God. Like, legit, I really do. Me too. So, Me too. Yeah. And I think that you, you brought up a good point because one way to start – <laughs> is you know with the way that we look yes. and how we present ourselves yes. and that's something that I've even had to get with myself about is you know we serve a God who represents excellence we serve a God who wants his children to thrive and excel and succeed and wants us to look like sons and daughters of a king yes. so it's like and if I'm out so here bad. looking bummy which some days I do I'm not even gonna lie I feel convicted personally yeah me too about not bringing my best not Absolutely. dressing up the body that God gave to me not presenting myself in a way that I'm proud of that God would be proud of so Crystal this brings me to my next question of why is it important for women to look their best and to care about their fashion I mean okay so again well, men are visual creatures, right, more importantly. And let's be very clear, anybody who's single, you know, there is a desire in our heart, at least for most of us, the women that I know, we desire to be married, no matter what age bracket you fall into. So more importantly, you know, like you going back to what you said, I really want to make sure that I represent Christ, you know what I mean, in every aspect of my life. And for me, you know, fashion is something that's really important to me. And a woman being able to present herself in the best manner, I feel like when you look good, you feel good about yourself. After you have done, obviously, that internal work, but being able to really put on something and be like, I feel good in this. I look good in this. That gives you such a confidence booster and you are able to be your best self. Well, okay, what's the second part of the question? I totally just went on a tangent. Yeah, no, <laughs> it's okay. The The second part of the question is why should women care about their fashion? Oh, y'all, why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you want to? So for me, you know, gaining these 30 pounds that I've gained in the past year, and I don't even know where that came from. I think maybe I was emotional and I didn't realize it or 
I have a smaller waist, right? So I didn't realize that my thighs and my arms were, you know, spreading out. And I'm looking at myself like, what happened? Like, where's what's happening? But I had to go back to the drawing board to figure out, okay, what am I going to wear? Like, what is going to look good on me? And so I think that the importance of looking good is also being knowledgeable of what looks good on you as well. Mm -hmm. You have to try things on. I know my body type. I know what's going to work for me. So, you know, I have a lot of women that are like, I'm slender, I'm small, I don't have uh, like a shape, you know, like I don't have enough butt or something like that. What can you do to accentuate yourself? You know what I mean? Like people sadly I mean we all want something that we don't have sometimes mm -hmm. you know like some girls want to be smaller some women want to be larger some women want long legs some women want fuller lips you know so on and so forth and so what works best for you mm -hmm. you have to figure that out and that comes through trial and error you know like going in the dressing room taking pictures of, of yourself and coming out and thinking about it like okay well did this look good on me should I purchase this you know giving yourself an opportunity to really learn and accept your body and um, embrace whatever flaws air quotes that you feel like you have and so I think that once we learn how to dress then that'll make us feel better and we'll understand how much that literally like changes how people look at us because when you walk in a room for people who are known you for looking uh, I don't want to say bummy because that's not the right word but you know not as up to par or whatever mm -hmm. and then they see you you know what I mean and you just out here popping in these streets like the response is so different, you know what I mean? And that, I think, in itself will drive you as well when you see how people really embrace you and you embrace and embody, like, who you really are. And, you know, that's through a fashion sometimes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, Crystal, let's kind of switch gears here a little bit and talk about being an entrepreneur. So, you run your own business. It's scary. Your own <laughs> consulting business. So, talk to us a little bit about that. So, I actually have two businesses, right? I have... And LLC, which is a, um, a mentoring program for young girls that I'm working on to get that out and about. And then I have my KS Fashion Consulting, which is my styling company. Again, you know, it, 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 even in, even now, like it's hard for people to like when they're like, oh, she's a stylist. I'm like, oh, my gosh, please, because it's so much responsibility that comes with that. And I think that goes back to what we said earlier, you know, on running away. You know, like, why am I running away from something that God gave me? But it is because I have allowed myself to look at other people and compare myself like, well, I don't feel like I'm as fly as her. And actually, yesterday I was deleting pictures out of my phone and I was looking. I was like, girl, you are really fly. Mm -hmm. Like, dang, girl, you man, you. Wow, sis. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and, yeah. you know, and so, and even you, you know, I had to think about like, man, this is a real honor for somebody to really want me to sit down and talk about fashion and being an entrepreneur. I don't have everything figured out. Like, I, don't, I only have 800 followers on my Instagram page right now. And there was a girl, we kind of started off, you know, launching our page at the same time. She has like 14,000, 15,000 followers now, and I have 800. And so... As an entrepreneur, I really have to figure out, like, what is it that is not taking me to the next level? You know, like, what am I, what is it that I, well, I had to, I'm sorry, what is it that I'm not doing that I have not elevated and done X, Y, and Z like I wanted to? And it really is, you know, when it all boils down to it, it's money. And I have been, like, praying, like, Holy Spirit, show me the resources I have around me right now so that I can do what I need to do. But then there's another part of me It's like, no, you do need more money. And so I have really had to fight my pride. And I'm fighting with my pride right now because, I mean, I have a job, you know, good job, decent job or whatever. 
I can pay my bills. I can, you know, do certain things. But when it comes to my business, I don't have as much extra as I would like to really focus on my business. And so I'm like, I need a part time job. And that is something that I have really been struggling with because I'm like, Lord, I got too much. (laughs) I got a lot of pride and I didn't realize how much pride I had like or have. I have a lot of not a lot. Let me not say it's not that dramatic, y'all. But I have enough pride that would hinder me from saying, oh, no, you can't work at this place because people will see you. Like, who am I? You know what I mean? How can I say I really want to be an entrepreneur? And I am to the core of me an entrepreneur. How can I not jump over these obstacles of pride and get, you know what I mean? So that I can get to the promised land. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, really being an entrepreneur, it's really not as glamorous as people is. I think that obviously I'm going to, you and I both will reach a place where it will be the glamorous part of it. And you know, it'll be awesome and we'll be in the same room, you know what I mean, with J and B. Hey, yes. you know what I'm saying? Shout out to Auntie J. I mean, Auntie J. Help me. Jay-Z, Auntie B. Uncle, Uncle J. I'm sorry. Uncle J. Cousin Rumi is sorry. Yes. Hey, little blue blue. Um, <laughs> you know, so th- we'll get to that place. But like you said earlier, it is about enjoying the process mm-hmm. and it's really hard. You know what I mean? And even me, when I promote my consulting services, I think I'm just now getting to the point now where I have to be able to say um hi i'm such and such you know what i mean i love your style but i would love you know kind of to sit down with you and talk to you and you know kind of take you know your image to the next level like contact me that's been something that's been very hard for me to do but i have these business cards that i created and i'm sitting there just looking at them like why yeah you know what i mean because yeah. but, but but pride comes in and says you don't want to beg nobody like don't beg anybody but it's like that's not really true like i'm just doing what god has designed for me to do and being an entrepreneur means you have to really walk in humility and the lord taught me or showed me a few weeks ago that in order to be a leader pride has to completely go out the window because you are in the forefront of this thing you have to be able to be humble enough to listen to whatever criticism someone might have to say about your business and not try to fight to be like well I'm good I don't know what you're talking about like no this is what someone has said they do not like about your business or they don't like how you do x y and z how you gonna handle that you gonna fight back or you gonna be like Okay, thank you so much. What can I do to make it better? What can I change? Now, thankfully, I have been in customer service, you know, working in retail for so long that I have a good enough foundation of what it means to really have good customer service, at least in my opinion. But I haven't yet faced that obstacle where someone is like, oh, I don't like, you know, X, Y and Z that you do. I don't like, you know, this, you know, whatever. But I think that when it all boils down to it, putting your pride aside and pursuing what you need to do and if that's getting three or four jobs to make your dreams come true then y'all that's just what we got to do yeah and and i really love what you said crystal about putting your your pride aside and embracing humility i think that that even for me has been you know a part of my journey as well i feel light after saying that was that deliverance yes no like i felt like you were preaching to me seriously (laughs) putting pride aside and embracing humility i love that so Crystal, as we wrap up here, tell us a little bit about how you take care of yourself spiritually. So throughout this entire podcast, like we can hear that you are a woman of faith. You know, you're an entrepreneur. You care about style. You care about how you feel on the inside, but also how you look on the outside. So what are some of the things that you do for self-care? You may have touched on some of them a little earlier when we talked about, you know, journaling and reading the word. But what do you do for self-care? What's a part of your self-care routine to to make Crystal feel like the best Crystal inside? Again, you know, my weight has been a, a battle for me that I am going to overcome. I have it written on my mirror, y'all, in makeup. I'm Amen. losing 30 pounds by December the 31st. I don't know how it's going to get done. Well, I know how it's going to get done, but you know what I mean. But I really have 
started to figure out like what is natural and of the earth that God has already put here that I need to be putting back in my body to be able to make me feel like just amazing and feel it, feel my best, you know, like what, what do I, what do I need to be doing? And for me, it's kind of just getting to a place of eating healthy, um, consistently, you know, and cutting out a lot of the bad stuff that I probably shouldn't be eating, you know, like, or doing it in moderation, y'all, because I love Shoopley's Donuts, okay? Let's just be very clear. Let's just be, and I love ice cream so much, y'all. Like, I really love it. But getting myself to a place of what am I, what am I putting inside of myself? You know, because from the heart, you know what I mean? The mouth speaks. And some of the stuff that I say sometimes, I'm like, you know, oh, that's, that's not good. That's not healthy. Like, you know, the Bible says that kind words are like honey, you know what I mean? To our, on our tongues. I believe that's what it says. And I really, really am getting to a place where my health is very important by putting things, you know, like I said, that are from the earth back into my body where, you know, I found out there's something called elderberry. I had continued to get sick like a few months ago. And so I went to the store, I got some elderberry, I got some clove of garlic and I'm eating and I'm drinking this elderberry twice a day and I'm eating a clove of garlic every day. Literally, I haven't been sick since then and I was getting sick every other week. So, you know, that's spiritual in itself for me because if I'm weak in my body, how can I really do anything that God is calling me to do? So taking care of myself physically, one, taking care of myself mentally, again, going to see my therapist and journaling as much as I can, you know what I mean? And being in my word, like I also said before, I hadn't been consistently in my word like I needed to be, but I'm I'm tired of failing the same test. So mm-hmm. getting that together. And then emotionally, there are a lot of cycles that we repeat that we don't realize. And for myself, even in, I'll say dating, you know what I mean? There were a lot of emotional cycles that I saw myself repeating with different people. And I was like, I mean, it is y'all because it is y'all. But where do I play a role in it? Like, what am I doing that continues these emotional things to continue to just go and go and go? And I realized that it wasn't even just in dating, but also even in my day to day relationships with people, with my friends. And so for me, taking care of myself emotionally means I need to break these cycles like and making like an effort, I mean, a fight to not go back and be on the same merry-go-round again and again and again. Mm-hmm. Like that again, if your emotions are all over the place, you'll have your emotions speaking to you louder than the voice of God. You know what I mean? Wow. Yeah. And so dealing with that and then also dealing with pride, you know, going back to that pride speaks very loudly and you don't realize it because well, this sounds good. It's making me feel good. So it has to be the Holy Spirit. Nah, it's your pride. And so for me, one of those cycles that I'm really focusing on taking care of myself spiritually and breaking is not listening to pride and being able to differentiate that voice of pride from the voice of the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's so important. And that's a battle that a lot of us, uh, you know, I'm sure have as well is really kind of like what's our voice or what's, you know, that pride that's speaking to us and what truly is the Holy Spirit. So As we wrap up, Crystal, the final thing I want to ask is what are resources that you would recommend to to women, you know, who want to step up their fashion game and where can they find you? I know one resource could even be your fashion page on Instagram. Yeah, so uh, I I don't know, y'all. I mean, I'm not like a I didn't watch no runway shows kind of sort of this year, y'all. So I feel bad about that. But one of my favorite magazines is W Magazine and InStyle. Like, I love InStyle. Oh, 
with Kalana Barfield. Yes. So, and oh my gosh, Kalana, girl, if you ever out there, please, please, please call me. She's so fly. She's so fly. And I feel like she's so down to earth. Yes. Like she's like, she's super cool. I love her so much. So InStyle is my favorite magazine. That's my go-to. Also, y'all, Pinterest. Pinterest will have you being like, oh, okay, so I can wear that. I didn't think I could remix that or put that together and so on and so forth. Mm -hmm. So those are my three things. And the obvious or fourth one, I'm lying. Number one, follow my fashion page. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Chris Styles, K-R-Y-S-S-T-Y-L-Z-S. Okay, you know what I mean? Um, I'm like, I mentioned that first, and you did not start off with that. See, y'all? You missed it. You missed it. I was trying to, yeah, and I just, wow, wow. It got hurtful. (laughs) It got really hurtful there. Um, Yeah, so follow my page, first and foremost. And I have a lot of new things that I'm working on that I'm really trying to launch, so be patient with me as you do follow. So if you don't see me post for like a week, my photographer is out taking care of our family in Puerto Rico, unfortunately, because they got hit with the storm. Yeah, oh, so wow. I'm in search Definitely for a new photographer. For well, temporary, because my photographer is the bomb. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so just be patient with me. But, yeah, those, those are my four resources that I got for y'all. Awesome. So, once again, where can we follow you on Instagram? Chris Styles. you know, um, if you follow Christ Over Culture, she's tagged me on her page. So, y'all can just, you know, watch, watch me from there. Well, we definitely um, enjoy your page. I know I've seen your page and I've seen you, you know, be endorsed or at least, you know, get the eyes of some big brands. So I'm very excited for you and the elevation that God is going to do in your personal life and your professional life and your love life. So, (laughs) Crystal, I'm going to ask if you can pray us out. I sure can. All right. All right. Father, we thank you, Lord. We glorify you. We thank you that you are the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, God. We bless you, Father, for this day, God. I thank you, Father, um, that you will begin to bless Michelle, Father, that she will begin to have dreams and visions like never before in the name of Jesus Christ, God, that her father, God, um, even her love language, Father God, with you, Lord, will become differently, Father, that the intimacy that she shares with you, Father, shall go to another level, God. I bless this podcast, God, that the nations, Father, will be able to hear, God, and that you would send her resources, Father, and people who will want to work for her, Father, pro bono, Lord, in Jesus' name, God, and show her, Father, the ropes, God, to take this to the next level. I thank you, Father God, that both of um. I'm sorry, your children who are listening, God, that this Father God will be freeing, Lord, for them, God, and that this Lord God would help them, God, even go to a new place in their relationship with you. Amen. Father, please yes. forgive us, Lord, um, for not living for you on some days, God, for caring more about what people think about us as opposed to what you would have to think about us, Lord. And I just pray, Father God, Lord, that we will begin, God, to just grow, Father, like never before in the name of Jesus Christ, God, yes, that yes. we will be salt, Father God, and light to this world, Lord, and that, Father, the world, God, will be able to see us, God, and want more of you father for we shall not take your glory god but we shall always father give it back to you now lord lead us not into temptation but deliver us from the evil one for you are the alpha and the omega in jesus's name we pray amen amen thank you crystal for being on the show y'all know this has been christ over culture i'm your girl michelle and a we will catch you on the next podcast but in the meantime make sure you subscribe on iTunes at Christ Over Culture. You can also look at the podcast, listen to past episodes on Stitcher Radio. We're also on Google Play, so watch us there. Hit us up on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. On Instagram, we're at Christ Over Culture. On Twitter, Christ Ovi Culture. And on Facebook, we're at Christ Over Culture Podcast. Until next time, we love you guys. Stay blessed, and I hope you enjoy the rest of your week.
to see and living the possibilities, my mind is at ease. Knowing no matter what happens, they can never say I wasn't free. A king never tamed by society, my identity not bound to form by negativity of those who tried to imprison me. See, before every creation, there was a thought.